0: Welcome to Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM. It's your education and wellness station, NCU 91.1, 91.3, and 91.5. We have another interesting and intriguing program for you this evening, so we want you to stick around just for it. We'll be right back after this break. Thank you for staying with us right here on Healthy and Happy. It's ncu Those of you who are just tuning in, 91.1, 3 and 5, only on your FM dial. It is your education and wellness station. The program, Healthy and Happy, sponsored by the Eastermaker Maker Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. And I'm so happy. I'm so delighted. I am excited, yes, because we have in studio with us Dr. John Anthony Price. He was with us last week. For those of you who are listening, and he's a general surgeon. Now we started a three-part series as it relates to issues of the stomach, and last week we dealt with peptic ulcer disease. Now don't worry; that little fancy term right there is just a long way of saying ulcer, right? <laughs> so we dealt with that last week, and this week we're going to be focusing on another interesting aspect of the stomach. You know, there is this uh, little part of the stomach that located to the right side yeah the bottom right I think I got it right and it's called the appendix now of course we're going to be focusing on appendicitis this evening and Dr. Price we want to welcome you back to studio good evening how are you doing sir
1: Hi, Adis. Thanks. I'm doing great. Thanks again for having me here.
0: No problem at all. Welcome back. And, you know, appendicitis is the topic of the evening. Now, I've been trying, Doc, to understand. (laughs) Like, seriously, this this little thing to the right of my stomach there can cause such, you know, a big problem from time to time. Uh, Let's talk about what the appendix is. What is it? And let's segue into what appendicitis is all about.
1: Sure. So, the appendix is, as you said, this little organ to the right. It's a little blind-ended tubular structure that's located right in the lower part of the abdomen, mm-hmm. most commonly on the right side, mm-hmm. um, coming off what we call the cecum. And mm-hmm. which is, cecum is the first part of what we call your large bowl or the colon. Mm-hmm. And so it extends from the cecum. Mm-hmm. Various reasons have been put forward as to the function of the appendix. Mm-hmm. So one, it is responsible for general gut immunity. It can also store some of the gut flora so in case of any colonic infection it can restore the normal flora of the colon as Mm. well and those tend to be the main causes main functions of the appendix.
0: Okay wonderful I didn't know that I just thought it was there for decoration (laughs) but (laughs) everything that God puts in us has a function so with that said I'm guessing the itis with my linguistic knowledge suggests that it's the inflammation of the appendix.
1: Yes, you're 100% correct. Awesome, (laughs) talk
0: to us a little bit about this and how common it is and has been in your practice.
1: Um, So yeah, appendicitis is a very common complaint and it is essentially the most common surgical emergency. Males have a little more higher lifetime risk of getting appendicitis, just around almost 9%. Lifetime risk. Females are a little lower, about 7% lifetime risk of getting appendicitis. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: What's the cause, though, or what are the causes?
1: So the various causes, the two more common causes include um, obstruction of the appendix. Mm -hmm. Um, And that obstruction can take place from various reasons. In the pediatric population, obstruction tends to occur from lymph nodes that have enlarged around the area, Mm -hmm. um, and that those lymph nodes then obstruct the lumen of the appendix, Mm -hmm. and that causes the appendix to get inflamed. Going towards the more adult population now, we have these little stones that can form in the gut Mm -hmm. from the feces that that is in the gut, and these are called faecoliths or Mm -hmm. appendicoliths when they get into the appendix lumen, and those now obstruct the lumen. And cause inflammation of the appendix.
0: Mm -hmm. We're talking about diagnosis now. So somebody comes to your office and they say, boy, doc, you know, (laughs) I have a pain in the right side of my stomach. It's just hurting. Um, Automatically, something goes off in your head. Yes. And it is, you know, a possibility of appendicitis. Walk us through diagnosis. How exactly do you go about diagnosing someone with it?
1: you want to really get an idea of the various symptoms that they've been experiencing as well. Mm-hmm. So in addition to pain I'm with the appendix, and the pain typically is sometimes described initially as starting in the umbilical area mm-hmm. and then migrating over to that right uh, side br- br- of the abdomen. What
0: is the periumbilical? Or right around
1: your belly button. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> so the pain will start right around the belly button area there. Mm-hmm. And then they more feel it on the right side in mm-hmm. the lower abdomen. Mm-hmm. Most will also tend to have nausea mm-hmm. and vomiting as well. Mm-hmm. And anorexia, which is a loss of the appetite, Mm -hmm. is usually associated. Um, We ask if they have any fever, Mm -hmm. which also is a common symptom associated with appendicitis. and then you want to examine the patient as well Mm. when you examine the abdomen is the tenderness localized over to that right lower quadrant area Mm -hmm. Um, we examine for what we call the presence of peritonitis Mm. Um, so various clinical findings is what we use to help Mm. diagnose it
0: so what is it that warrants surgery is it well obviously the severity but um, can i have appendicitis and just get oral medication and treat it and it goes away or I have Ye- to get my appendix out.
1: No, yes you can. Um so I mean in general the mainstay of of Treating appendicitis um, mm. does remain surgery in terms of removing the appendix. Mm-hmm. However, more and more we're finding that the appendicitis can also be treated with antibiotics. Mm. Um, so, more and more um, we're using antibiotics now to treat the appendicitis. Mm-hmm. Um, with antibiotics only, of course, there is that risk of recurrence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in general, um, using all the studies, about 85% of people will initially respond to the antibiotics. Mm-hmm. will need surgery nonetheless. And Mm. then of those who do respond, maybe another 15-20% it will recur. And they will subsequently either require Mm, the appendix being removed Mm -hmm. or some people are also trying another course of antibiotics.
0: Wow. My mind is now uh, taking me to some of the signs and symptoms of appendicitis. I know you mentioned you know, a patient may present with nausea, may present with vomiting, may present with, with, with um, a sharp pain to the right, or even a, a, that long word that I can't call, the pain around the navel, mm-hmm. that migrates <laughs> to the right. Um, are these the general signs and symptoms, or are there others that um, perhaps we should be listing as well.
1: Yeah, so those are the general signs and symptoms, Um, depending on where the appendix is located, because the appendix um, varies in length and the tip can be almost anywhere in the abdomen. So, depending on where it is located, it can also cause various other signs and symptoms. Mm -hmm. It can cause diarrhea in some patients. It can also cause some urinary symptoms in some patients. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you have various other signs and symptoms that can take place Um, depending on where the appendix lies. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing here on one of our medical, what do you call this, websites that, (laughs) um, and I don't know, you can guide me on how true this is, uh, swollen belly as one of the symptoms.
1: Swollen belly. Yeah. Yeah, so that would usually be caused by two things. One, when the appendicitis, is there and the Mm. inflammation in the abdomen Mm -hmm. it can cause something called an ileus, which is essential where the bowel just stops functioning and so stop 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 moving along in the bowel Mm -hmm. and so the bowel lumen gets distended Mm -hmm. and that will cause the abdomen to appear swollen as well Mm. and then the other cause of swollen belly Mm-hmm. is when it becomes quite complicated. And mm. when appendix becomes complicated, it can rupture if it is there, I was gonna go there. Um, for too long being obstructed. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that scenario, a lot of pus can build up in the abdomen. Fluid mm. can build up in the abdomen. Mm. Um, that will also predispose to an ileus. And the combined effect of them will cause this swollen appearance mm. of the abdomen.
0: The ruptured state, when it gets to the stage where it is now ruptured, Uh, How detrimental is that to one's health or quality of life? Um, Can it kill
1: you? Yes, it can. It can if you do not present um, within a timely period. So Mm -hmm. ruptured appendicitis is is something that is potentially fatal. Mm -hmm. So it is very important to make the diagnosis early. And if you're having symptoms of this pain in the abdomen, especially in the right lower quadrant there, don't sit down and watch it. Mm -hmm. Present to the uh, physician let them examine you and let a diagnosis be made Mm -hmm. um, so it doesn't have to lead to a rupture.
0: All right now you're a general surgeon doc Um, talk to us about what to expect inside the (laughs) operating theater take us through what an appendectomy yes an appendectomy looks like that's a removal of the appendix. Sure uh,
1: Mm -hmm. no problem Um, so Nowadays, there's really two ways where we can approach an appendectomy. One is by an open technique and one is by another thing called a laparoscopic technique, which is where we use the smaller incisions with the cameras. Mm -hmm. Um, So if we're going through the open technique, there's an incision that's usually made right in the right part, in the Mm -hmm. lower part of the abdomen. Mm -hmm. Um, And that incision varies in length depending on the difficulty sometimes of the procedure. But sometimes, usually anywhere around three inches, Mm -hmm. um, that incision is. And then once we're going into the abdomen now, we're dissecting through the various layers of the abdominal wall, we Mm -hmm. get into the abdomen, and then the appendix is usually right there in Mm -hmm. the right lower quadrant. Mm -hmm. We try to find the cecum sometimes or whatever other structures that may help us to identify the appendix. Mm -hmm. Um, And we take it out and, and, remove just like that it and just grab it out <laughs> and you are using various instruments <laughs> to assist us as well I know. Um, and yeah usually when there's inflammation it may take mm. a little dissecting around because it tends to get stuck down to various organs mm-hmm. so we dissect it free and then we remove it
0: mm-hmm. you were making mention of if that's an open surgery but what if it doesn't require an open kind of treatment you were making reference of using small incisions
1: right so um mm-hmm. One more, we're using a technique called laparoscopic appendectomy. Um, Mm -hmm. That is where we use a camera and Mm -hmm. various tiny incisions where we insert ports. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we, so instead of one incision, we usually make three incisions, but Mm -hmm. these are much smaller, like a centimeter in size. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we can use the camera and dissect the appendix free from the various structures, as I mentioned, and remove it that way.
0: Which one guarantees better results?
1: Both will result um, in removal of the appendix successfully. Oh, okay. Um, in terms of better results, now we're talking about mm. the laparoscopic technique will usually mm. result in a faster recovery, mm. um, have a little less pain Sounds than more the open technique. It is also more expensive okay, yeah. because the equipment is required there. <laughs> <to> buy, yes. <laughs>
0: All right. So, um, so you've just conducted a, an appendectomy, and your patient is now recovering. Um,
1: Just to mention, sorry, Addis, if sure. it is had gotten to the ruptured stage, then mm-hmm. that might be another incision um, down the middle of the abdomen instead of the smaller oh. one right in the right lower quadrant. Um, and that is because we want to get more exposure mm-hmm. in the abdomen to fully remove all of that infected material okay. that may be there now mm-hmm. um, to ensure the patient recovers well.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks for mentioning that part. So now your patient is recovering. There are some Pretty important things to do, let's say, after an appendectomy. What are some of the things that a patient who has been through that process, they do?
1: Right. So, I mean, for an uncomplicated appendectomy, um, the recovery is usually pretty quick. Um, So in the hospital, usually we'll try to start that patient eating by the following day. And if they're doing well and not feeling too much pain, they usually tend to go home a day or two after the procedure. Hmm. Um, We do advise them to rest a bit while they're at home, mm-hmm. not to lie down in bed all the time, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do want them to try to get back to their normal activity, mm-hmm. but not to overdo it.
0: Okay. Is there any way that I can prevent um, appendicitis, Doc? Any any, any special medicine I can take, Any, anything at all that would <laughs> help me to be among the listed who never have to walk that road and, and end up in your operating theater? Um, so,
1: unfortunately, Unfortunately, no. There's really <laughs> nothing you can do to prevent the appendicitis. Yes. Um, what you want to do though is to recognize the symptoms from early, so mm-hmm. it doesn't lead to a complicated mm-hmm. form of appendicitis.
0: Mm. Well, if you're just tuning in, I'm having a conversation with Dr. John Anthony Price. He is a general surgeon, and of course, this is the second in a three-part series of issues of the stomach. Yes, we're focusing on the stomach uh, up until next week, and yeah, my, 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 appendicitis is where it's at today. So if you're just tuning in, we defined that little organ to the right of your uh, stomach, yes, the appendix. We we also looked at um, some of its functions and all. Also, uh, what is it that that causes appendicitis diagnosis? Of course, Doc took us through that. Signs and symptoms. Uh, Treatment. You spoke about antibiotics. You spoke about about, uh, some other things that we need to take into consideration, Doc. But um, what about our diet? Is that a significant part of how we move forward having been diagnosed with this and we're now on the road to recovery?
1: If there's any special diet after appendectomy?
0: Or not necessarily, but in terms of eating a a balanced and healthy diet, does that aid in the process of the body healing?
1: Um, Well, definitely. I mean, after any surgery, after any um, procedure like that, you do want to ensure that you have a healthy diet Mm -hmm. to allow um, proper wound healing to take place. You want to ensure that you're getting enough vitamins and stuff that are needed Mm -hmm. um, to ensure proper healing of of the wound and inside the abdomen, etc. So definitely a good healthy diet is just all around healthy for Mm -hmm. the person um, Mm -hmm. in general, but in particularly so during periods of this kind of medical stress, medical illness, Mm -hmm. you do want to ensure that they're balanced and healthy. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: In terms of uh, information that person should be aware of, uh, let's say, you you know, a mother or father, a parent (laughs) with with their child presenting with similar symptoms or even an adult or teenager, whoever it is that's listening, they have an inclination that it could be appendicitis? Is there general information, uh, words of um, admonition or encouragement that you want to offer to them? Um, What are some important things they need to bear in mind when speculating that this may be the cause of their challenge?
1: Uh, So if you do have a speculation that you may have appendicitis, what I'm going to say is that please don't sit down and try to wait it out or wait to see if it does pass. want to go to your doctor as soon as possible for them to examine you and to determine if it is appendicitis or not Um, Mm -hmm. because the early treatment is really what is very important so you don't want to get complicated Um, and not to worry Uh, if it is appendicitis it is totally treatable Um, so there's nothing to be afraid of in terms of that
0: Mm -hmm. let us say you're at home Mm-hmm. Um, no access necessarily <laughs> to <laughs> to 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 a, a medical <laughs> practitioner or a hospital. Is, is there a way to check for appendicitis if you are um, at home at or home. in any other space, unable to get to a doctor?
1: All right. Well, that's a little tough one. There. If I'm going to try to have the patient examine themselves, mm-hmm. um, because in general they should pay attention to the symptoms they're having. Mm. The pain in the right side, in the lower abdomen, nausea, vomiting, anorexia. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, if they were to try to examine themselves, if they Mm. were to press in the right side, in the lower part of their abdomen, they Mm. may find that when they press there, when anybody else um, tends to press that area, Mm -hmm. um, they kinda tend to jump, they kinda tend to tense up their abdominal muscles um, to prevent the pain in that area from the patient pressing. Mm -hmm. So that area tends to be particularly tender Um, compared to the rest of the abdomen. Mm -hmm. So if that is occurring at home, if somebody presses the abdomen in that location and that's what's happening, Mm -hmm. then more suspect appendicitis.
0: Mm. So you heard, Doc, you know, if you (laughs) suspect that it may be appendicitis, then of course you will need to head to the hospital right away because the longer you take to do that, the greater your risk of this thing rupturing inside of you and becoming fatal eventually. Um, The risk of infection especially with appendicitis how how great is that risk
1: so i mean the appendicitis in general is not just inflammation but there's also an infective component to it Mm -hmm. um, which is why the antibiotics are also a mainstay of treatment Mm -hmm. Um, so (coughs) that is an important part of it as well antibiotics in terms of the treatment Mm -hmm. now Depending on the severity of the appendicitis, how complicated it is, mm-hmm. um, whether it has ruptured or not, then that course of antibiotics may tend to be longer mm-hmm. um, in some regard. Um, but yes, there is an infective part that, is, uh, that mm-hmm. also plays a role.
0: All right. In terms of like uh, recovery time, doc, so so I mentioned earlier, you know, the surgery, you walked us through how you would do it. And in terms of recovery, how that would have gone. But is there a general recovery time for these patients? Let's say um, average case, you know, need the, needs to get the appendix out. What's the average recovery time? Not necessarily so, for a ruptured one, but an average case.
1: Right. So um, comparing the open to the laparoscopic techniques, the laparoscopic tends to be a little faster recovery. Mm-hmm. So these patients are usually out of hospital. Um, depending on where they do it even the same day but some m- most times by the following day mm-hmm. um and we want them to get back to their usual activity so most of these patients who undergo a laparoscopic appendectomy tend to be able to get back to their usual activity by within two days oh, the wow. open technique mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. a little longer mm-hmm. um and usually Within a week, these patients also are able to get back to their usual Mm -hmm. activity.
0: It's a pretty quick recovery time. Is there a correlation between appendicitis and cancers? Uh, Is there a link between uh, that kind of uh, disease and also uh, rising cases of cancers?
1: Um, so the correlation would be usually in the elderly patient, this is something to suspect. So in mm-hmm. the elderly patient, um, generally we're talking about patients over the age of 60, mm-hmm. um, if they come with those kind of symptoms with pain in the right lower quadrant, <coughs> vomiting, etc. We do have to suspect that there may be an associated cancer as well. Mm. Um, because the cancer in itself can also cause the ab- obstruction to the appendix, mm-hmm. like what I was saying. So the, it can still obstruct the lumen of the appendix and cause that appendicitis picture. Mm-hmm. However, the cancer itself may also mimic appendicitis. Mm. So it's usually um, at the back of our minds as well. Mm. And a lot of the times, um, clinical examination alone does... does Indicate appendicitis, however, more and more we're also using imaging to help us in the diagnosis of appendicitis. Oh. Because so much things can mimic appendicitis mm-hmm. that we want to make sure that it is actually appendicitis before we embark on any surgery. So with the um, imaging you now is also an important modality. And usually we're talking about either ultrasound or mm-hmm. CT scans mm. to also help us in the diagnosis.
0: So if a patient comes in in pain, we're going to send them to do an ultrasound doc? In the hospital? perhaps? Yes. Well,
1: well, these well these <laughs> modalities are available <laughs> in most hospitals, thankfully. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, if the modality is available in the hospital mm-hmm. and it's able to get it in a timely manner, then yeah. yes, it is important to, to get it because yeah. you don't want to go in Bet and I then there is no appendicitis. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in those areas where they may not have any access to it, um, mm-hmm. the physician, of course, will examine the patient and um, based on their clinical examination, mm-hmm. can make the determination with a
0: Make a judgment call. Wow, I mean, you know, it sounds like an exciting life, uh, you know, being a doctor, being a general surgeon. Yeah, that's a calling, Doc. Continue <laughs> to walk in it. We're grateful for your time with us here on Healthy and Happy. And for those of you who are listening in right now, of course, you know, this discussion is with myself and Dr. well, myself, least, Jonas Murphy and Dr. John Anthony Price, general surgeon. We're talking appendicitis. We, we've basically looked at everything there is uh, on this particular uh, topic. We've defined it. We've looked at where it's, it's located. We've looked at, you know, some of the causes that, how to treat it, signs, symptoms. And also, um, you know, Doc walked us through what would happen in conducting an appendectomy and also, you know, recovery, what that looks like for a patient. Um, there, there's one other thing I must ask you before we go, Doc, in terms sure. of some of the complications that may arise uh, from uh, an, an appendectomy. Yes. Uh, w- what are some of those complications?
1: All right. So, I mean, in terms of the complications, we have those complications that are related to any surgery in particular. Mm-hmm. So, we may have some bleeding which may occur. There's the risk of infection to the wound itself. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is a the patient may experience some pain at the site, of course. There is the... There's the complications of what we call wound dehiscence, where the wound kind of separates. Mm-hmm. Um, lesser down the line, there's the risk of a herniation at the site mm-hmm. or hernia developing at the site. Um, there's the risk mm-hmm. of damage to any of the surrounding structures. Like mm-hmm. I said, sometimes the appendix is quite stuck down to other organs mm-hmm. um, and they subsequently may get damaged during the, during the resection of the appendix. Um, and yeah, that tends to really be most of the complications which occur.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Price. And of course, thank you, uh, you know, our listeners for keeping it locked to healthy and happy. Of course, sponsored by the Easter Maker Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM 91.1, you should know it by now, 91.3 and 91.5. If it's not ninety one point one zero five, it's not NCUFM. We're so delighted to have brought you this program this week. And we hope that you are all the better for uh, learning uh, the, from this, the bits of information on offered by Dr. John Anthony Price. Well, we will see you next week as we take on another exciting and intriguing topic. Yes, yes, yes. It's all about the stomach. I'm almost tempted to tell you what we're going to talk about next week, but I'm not. So you just have to tune in. <laughs> you just have to tune it to find out. Doc, thank you so much. Is there any uh, thing that you'd want to share with our listeners as we go?
1: Stay healthy, stay safe, um, and if you do suspect any of these things are happening to you, please present early to your doctor for evaluation.
0: Thank you very much. We want to thank also our hardworking uh, production team or engineering studio, Brandon Daly. Thank you, Brandon, for your hard work. And also we want to say hello to the communication team at the Easter Maker Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. So until next week, same time, you may be in a different place. We'll see you for healthy and happy where you get to keep my company all over again. Until then, I'm Adis Jonas Murphy, God's richest blessing.
3: Yeah.